What's good, y'all? It's DJ T-Mac here to bring you another great hip-hop conversation. Today's guest is Akil Ali L. This is somebody who I've interviewed before a little bit over a year ago when I first started getting into interviewing. And, you know, it was amazing to have him as one of the first people that I spoke to. He's got a great energy, great vibe, and that's why we're bringing him back here today. We also got to update it. You know, he's got a lot of new music coming out. He's got a lot of great things to say. Been one of my favorite people to follow on social media over the past year and listen to. So... Be sure to connect with Akil Ali below. Make sure to check out the mix done by myself. You know, hear a bunch of his music. Here, I'll cut it up, you know, have some fun with it below also, and enjoy. What's good, everybody? DJ T-Mac here for another great hip-hop conversation. This is my second time around with uh, our guest that we have right now. He goes by the name of Akil Ali, and... I got, a lot, I got a lot to talk about with him. He's got a new album coming out called Dusty Stole, Dusty Souls with YNX716. And I'm sure there's a lot more stuff that we could talk about. So let's get into sure. it right now. Akil, yes, how you sir. doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. How's everything, man? Very good. Very good. Out here in Colorado now, you know, things are, things are a lot different for both of us, probably, from when we first met a little over a year ago. Right. For um, sure. For sure. So what, one part of hip hop that I love that's not necessarily an element is the conversational aspect that happens. There's a lot of unique individuals with unique experiences. Uh, so I love listening to, you know, podcasts, interviews and something you do daily on Instagram is, you know, just talking and it seems like fleshing out ideas, giving people inspiration. There's a whole lot that you uh, that you're doing on there. Um, right. Before we talk about that, let's let's rewind to uh just what yeah, i was yeah. mentioning before uh right. you know about a little over a year ago december 2020 i believe is when we initially connected um you were on cape cod uh creating doing some stuff with lord mob fly family um talk about where you were uh in that space sort of mentally obviously physically you know where you were and kind of where you are now let's give us a little mm -hmm. uh story about what's been going on um, that, that time period was more of, you know, me getting really acclimated to, to the hip hop world. Um, you know, being with a group, a collective, uh, you know, just getting in tune with, you know, traveling, Airbnbs, you know, staying in different places, you know, creating where, where, where you're at. So you caught me in a great, like a uh, transitional period where, you know, um, you know, we was in Cape Cod, you know, a, a couple guys was working on albums. Um, you know, I was able there to be like a fly on the wall and also work on, you know, some of the music that I wanted to put out. Uh, so it was um, it was beautiful. It was, it, was a, it was a point in time where, you know, I was really sharpening my pen, um, you know, making a lot of good music and uh, bumped right into you. You know what I'm saying? Which, believe it or not, was like a it was a beacon of light because, you know, we're up there. You know, I'm, I'm Googling and, and, you know, stores is closing early and. And then all of a sudden you bump into like, you know, just you, like, I forgot how, I don't know. I forgot how we bumped into you, but it was uh, like, and then you just was really into hip hop. And then it was like, you know, you had a movement going. And for me and for all of us, we just seen like this glow in your eyes. And we just seen like, it was like, yo, like you really took this shit serious. So, you know, you got to give yourself a lot of credit because I think a lot of the reason why we were able to align with you is because you was prepared. Um, you may not have felt like you as prepared, but you had your mic, you had your pie, you had everything. You invested a lot into the craft. So for me, you know, me, he was like, this shit is dope. And I, and I knew eventually that if you stayed with it, that, you know, things would definitely organically work in your favor. 
I appreciate that, man. Yeah, you guys were yeah. like some of the first sit-down interviews I did. I had a few, but it was all with people that I knew and was familiar right. with their work. I really was unaware mm -hmm. of what you guys were doing, who you were, what you were about, the music you were right. making. So to, uh, yeah, like, like you said, I guess I was prepared. You know, you always say that. I'm like, I didn't know you guys. You know, I was just trying to do my thing. But, you know, right. it's about staying ready so you don't have to get ready uh, for necessarily. Sure, for sure. So, you know, yeah. now we're definitely ready. You know, we got the stew locked down. Yeah, I see you, man. Yeah. You know, we're, we're doing our thing. Um, but so our first interview, I was a little disappointed with because the audio on it was not very good. And me being, a, right. a you know, a perfectionist in perfectionist, that way. Perfectionist, yeah. Uh, you know, this one's going to be a lot better. But something we spoke about was your name. Right. I'm not sure if anybody, everybody was able to watch that. So, you know, there's a lot more people watching now. Why don't you break down your name again for us? Right. Um, so my name is, uh, is, is, it has a couple of different meanings. So for me, it was a name that, you know, my grandfather, you know, people in my family will call me. I kill means most kind um, in Arabic. Ali is uh, a name that can be broken down in many different ways. Um, Ali can mean intelligent. You know what I mean? There's other little different acronyms that goes with Ali. And then L is basically like, you know, comes from my nationality, which is, you know, Indian, you know, Moorish, you know, Moorish American. So, you know, my name is Akil Ali L. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it's, um, it, 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 it has so many like things behind it. It was also like a nickname for me, because I always wanted a nickname. So, you know, being having someone organically call me that um, and then growing on me over the years. And, um, you know, then it's an Arabic name, which is the first language, um, you know, and then um, so it just and then also, you know, in spirituality, um, you know, people don't we, we have we have uh, titles, not names. So, you know, in the African paradigm, usually people like Simba, I say Simba or different type of names usually mean something universal instead of having like a branded name. My branded name was Lowell Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Lowell is Irish name. Robinson is, is, is you know, so I'm, I don't come from that descent, obviously. So you you know, like, obviously, when you go back into the history of it, those are my slave antecedents or the people who own my family and stuff like that. So I kind of, as I got older, I just kind of wanted to break away from it. You know what I'm saying? Organically, too. It wasn't like on some, like, you know, started crazy movement about, you know, it was just kind of like, just me. I just wanted to just, you know, I kill Ali. I just love the fact that I was able to, just bridge away from being branded. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. I like that. Thank you for breaking that down for us again. Yeah. Um, and, and just one more thing regarding Cape Cod, you know, you shot the reflections video out there. I was watching it the other day and I don't live there anymore. So it's like refreshing and, and cool to see that, you know, for right, somebody right. who lives, who lived in the town and, you know, saw it during the busy summers, the, the not so busy winters, as you kind of spoke about everything closing early. It's cool to like, just see that. So right. you don't even necessarily might not know what you did, but for people that live in that town, they don't get to see it. It's like a refreshing, cool thing to see. So props. Yeah, on. it was crazy. Even when I was shooting it, when I was shooting a video, you know, you just started seeing people that were stopping a little bit and you know, watching and observing. It was it was dope. And I didn't really think about it. It's like kind of like history. Well, has anybody else shot a music video in K-Pop? 
There's some local artists in Provincetown who have kind of done okay. their own thing and put their spin on it. But it, it was what you guys did was was different. It was all different places, sort of different views. Right. You know, right. everybody has their own perspective and things that they see right. in the town. So it was cool to, you know, go back and reflect on that a little bit. You know, what I'm that's saying? dope, man. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Um, let's talk more about where you're from, because I think I just kind of whiffed on it last time. We didn't really get too deep into it, but you're from Mount right. Vernon, New York, which is a little bit outside mm -hmm. of the city, correct? Right. Money earning. Money, Money earning, earning Mount, Mount Vernon. Vernon. And I feel yeah. like Mount Vernon and Long Island are a little bit similar. That's where I'm originally yeah. from. Both sure. a little bit outside of the city. Right. Both are a little bit unique in their own way. And both right. have right. some legends that came out of there right. and contributed to hip hop. Right. So obviously sure. I, I know about Heavy D and the boys. Pete right. Rock, CL Smooth. Who are some other people that, that came from Mount Vernon? Um, Diddy, Puff Daddy, but he doesn't really rap us too much, but he's from Mount Vernon. Um, we got uh, Denzel Washington, Felicia Rashad from the Cosbys, Debbie Allen, um, a guy named Jeff Red is a legend, a singer, um, Eddie F. Um, ben Gorton played in the NBA. Uh, respectfully, me, you know, I played you know, pro football, you know, so it's like, you know, Legend of two sports like Kiwi Kirkland. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Fucking um, uh, we got it's a lot, it's a lot, man. Like Mount Vernon is basically a suburb with, with that's a melting pot that just we it's very competitive there. And we just have we have a lot of talent. So for me, even though I'm doing my thing with the music, it's so many people who came before me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's so many people who paved the way. So, you know, when you come from Mount Vernon, we just we pay homage to the people who came before us, and you'll notice that we have a lot of pride. And where we come from. So you'll hear people like money earning, man. Money earning Mount Vernon is just like it's a small four square mile. A, I was just gonna say it's a very small area, right? Yeah, yeah. But we 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 make it work. Absolutely, absolutely. That's awesome. Talk about some of the new talent that's coming out of there. I, obviously, we got you. Uh, I know Quentin Gilmore. You're heavy. Uh, you know, locked in and doing mm -hmm. stuff with him. Talk about some right. of the new talent that's coming out nowadays. Uh, from especially from Mount Vernon, man. We got my boy. Uh, we got Quentin Gilmore. We got my guy, uh, Corey Fluke. My boy, Corey Fluke, you want to hear him on a couple of my projects. I got him on there. Uh, another gentleman named Lenny Bunch. Um, you know, uh, we got shit. We got uh, my guy, his name is Vil God. Um, uh, CNG Ty, Chose the Don, you know, Uno, Maury. We got, we got a lot of, you know, uh, different guys. We got a lot of, a lot of um, different genres of music. You know what I mean? I'm one of the few people who kind of stay in my lane. You know what I mean? And then we got so many different, you know, and then one of the biggest artists we have from the city is uh, Mayor Capella Gray. You know, you got the song Gialis and all that. So that's my young boy. So mm -hmm. him and Quentin Gilmore and all of them around the same age. So, you know, we all like in cahoots. You know, Mount Vernon is a place where even when people make it, they still come back, you know? And, and so it's just like this area is just reeking with just talent, you know, all over. You know, shout out to Video on the Beat. You know, he's from Mount Vernon. Um, you know, we got a lot of legends, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's definitely, uh, for me, you know, I always knew that I just had to add to what was going on. I never tried to come in and try to be like, oh, I'm the king of my Vernon, I'm the best. I don't even care about that, really. I just mm. love the fact that I could add to, to the pot. That's awesome, man, having all those yeah. people around to be able to collaborate and, you know, you just come up with new ideas and sounds that way with, you know, people right. with making different stuff. So that's cool, man. I'm excited mm -hmm. to tap tap in and do some research on some of those people that you mentioned. Right, right, right. Let's talk more about traveling. So I know after Cape Cod, you know, I was following you on social media. I believe you were in 
Atlanta for a little bit. You were in L.A. working for a little bit. You know, how how were those experiences like? I think you shot like a video out in L.A., right? right. Um, you know, yeah. what, what was it like, you know, after being on Cape in this isolated, cold place in the winter? What was it like to get out to those other areas and and collaborate yeah. with artists and kind of what were you doing? Um, it built my confidence, man. I felt like, you know, I've been on the journey with this music, you know, uh, you know, all situations aren't good, you know, and you just start finding your way. And I just got to a point where I said, you know what, my safe haven was doing what I love, you know, traveling. You know, I do know a lot of people, especially in the industry. And so I, I'm very fortunate to like, when I do travel, I know people, you know, I'm able to set up shop, you know, get an Airbnb, you know, uh, get, get a nice little setup, you know, I have the engineers or, you know, like how when you came over, you seen we was recording inside the house. Yep. Um, that's big for me. It, it, it builds confidence. It helps you network. Um, you, you, you're, you're consistent with your music because you're still writing new material and it, and it keeps you in that business mode. You know, so for me, it was real crucial for my confidence and also as well as the direction I want to go in my music as well as myself uh, with Higher Realm uh, Music Entertainment. So it was dope, man. I met, you know, I went out to LA. I was with Planet Asia Exhibit. You know what I'm saying? I was out there networking. I was in Atlanta, you know, so each time I travel was just, I'm taking advantage of it. You know, I'm not going out there to vacate. You know, I'm not going out there to play around. I'm really just trying to go out there and grow my catalog, align with people and just keep pushing. So anytime my albums come out or anything important comes out, I have like these, this network and these resources to continue doing what I'm doing. So it's, it's dope. Yeah, it's cool, man, doing your own thing. And you mentioned Higher Realm Music. That was going to be my higher next realm music. thing. Let's talk yeah. about it. Break it down. I love the spelling of it. You know, you got the hip hop influence on it, you know, just given mm -hmm. you know what it is, but it's spelled a little differently. Just giving it like the swag, um, you know, that, that's part of the culture. Uh, so talk about Higher Realm Music, but let's break hey. it down. Yes, sir. So Higher Realm Music is basically predicated off of taking your physical, your spiritual and your mental aspects to a higher realm. You know, I believe that with music is very similar to football. Football is about practicing, believing in yourself. Uh, developing a team, um, you know what I mean? Um, you know, and playing your role organically, you know, and you don't got to burn bridges. You got to do things like that when you just keep things right in the righteous space. So higher realm was basically something that I've always had. Um, even when I was with other collectives, I've always had higher realm, you know, developing, but I just always kind of respectfully, you know, put it where, you know, put it in the back as I was aligning with other collectives. Um, now that I'm no longer with those collectives, you know, and I learned, the, uh, the things that I need to learn from those collectives, you know, uh, just, just learning and being hands-on and rubbing shoulders with certain people. Now I know exactly how to, to do things, how to carve my lane, how to do projects, how to align with producers, you know what I'm saying? The vinyl lanes, I know all of this shit. So I, know, I just figured, you know what? Now I'm a little bit older, I'm more mature. You know, I have a lot of great relationships with people. So now it's time for me to start calling some plays, but not just trying to just jump into it, trying to be some boss, trying to be some, just more like just knowing that people listen to me. I have the knowledge and I just help artists, you know, kind of behind the scenes, you know, a lot of things that, you know, whether it's, you know, figuring out the vinyl lane or figuring out how to put a project together or picking out beats, you know, uh, marketing your merch, anything like that, you know, I kind of help people with. So higher on became like an umbrella, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I love it. I got, couple engineers. I got in-house beat makers from all over the world. You know, I got artists who are starting to line and everybody who's aligning is coming organically. Like I'm not reaching out to people or telling people like, yo, be with higher realm. It's more like people just get around me and they're like, yo, I, I fuck with this shit. I like being here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So higher realm music is, is, is not a threat to anybody. I'm just a nice little 
you know, just a nice organization just coming through and making beautiful music with people who believe in themselves. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. You said it was kind of always on the back burner, but do you remember like when the initial spark or idea happened? Was it seeing an, an artist that had their own label? Kind of where did the idea start or come from for you? Well, what took me so long to even do music was I didn't like labels. And I just didn't like, you know, to have to have an album out, a quota, be told what to do. So that's one of the main reasons why I never did music. Because it was like, shit, I'm being told what to do in football. There's no need for me to go from one system to another. Mm. So it got to a point where I studied Dizzy Wright, Tech Nine, um, a lot of the, the Memphis rappers, uh, Yo Gotti, uh, Three Six Mafia, Master P. They're all entrepreneurs. They're all people who own their own label, all people who believed in what they was doing and started from, from the mud, even Nipsey. So studying all these guys was more realistic for me, knowing that, you know, when you get a label, it's a loan. So I didn't want a loan, I just wanted to create. I just wanted to create something. So um, just watching, I felt like I had to do it. I felt like being at the age that I was at and the type of music I was making, I felt like, you know, that nobody's really gonna be knocking down people's doors to sign a 34 year old, a 33 year old, ex-football player who decides that he wants to make hip-hop music now mm-hmm. in a very competitive lane at that. So I just said, you know what, nigga, you're on your own. You're on your own. You ain't gonna get no roses. Create your own thing and just don't stray from it. So, you know, it's been an up and down road, but it's been a steady road. It's been up and down, but steady. And I've been making progression each year. So for me, I just feel like once I learned what I needed to learn and I got the experience that I needed to get, that's what made me more confident. Like now I'm gonna push this higher realm. So it was an idea that started from um, my um, athletic academy that I have called Higher Realm Speed and Agility. Because remember, I play football, so I train kids. Mm. And then I also have a juice called Higher Realm Juice. You know what I'm saying? Which you know what I mean. So all of that kind of was just a name and a thing that I just always kind of been pushing over the years to where it just organically went into Higher Realm music. Nice man, that's cool. Yeah. I like that story. Yeah. Um, two, well, hold on. Let me slow down. Um, Dusty Souls, will that be released like on Higher Realm? I, I know that's a collaborative project between you, mm-hmm. YNX716. Right. Is, that, is that part of, is that like a first release for Higher Realm Music or this is something a little different? Well, it's um, c- kind of, you know what I mean? Only because, you know, like YNX is like, that's like my brother. That's like family now. You know, YNX has his own, I think it's Hourglass. I want to say so because me and him are very just logical dudes. We're probably just going to split it. Higher realm, hourglass. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, and, um, Promoted and, by and, both. Yeah. Right. Right. So um, it's funny because like some songs that I put, I'll be like, I can't leave featuring YNX. And then when he posts a song, he'll say YNX featuring I kill Ali. Respect. So we just kind of just going back and forth and just kind of just, um, you know, just keeping it between both of us. You know, so it's basically I, I used to kind of answer that it would be a higher realm in our glass, you know, uh, split project, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it, I wouldn't really consider it, you know, a direct higher realm project, but it is because we both, you know, we, we, me and him been hands on with this whole project, man. It's going to be 15 songs, you know, maybe 15, 16 songs, intro, outro. We got poets, everything. It's a real full album mm-hmm. and it doesn't sound like, it, like, you know, like an average underground album, like, you know, it, it's not going to sound like nobody. You know, I know in this lane is a very, it's a copycat lane. You know, a lot of artists copycat. They copy is like, you know, once Westside and them guys opened up the lane, it's like, you know, you got some people who just like, okay, 
there's a hip hop lane open for us to make music. And some people just try to like really literally copy everything that they do. You know what I'm saying? Even to down, down to the beats and shit. Like, you know what I mean? I, and I get it. You know what I mean? I get it, I understand. But like for me, it's like, I want to show on this album, like I'm not in that box. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the box. You know, I'm an underground artist, I'm indie, but I don't have to, you know, just be on one sound and make one, you know, like the gritty hip hop is actually my least favorite part. I do it, when I, you know, I, I do make gritty, but it's my least favorite. I like vibrant music, high vibrational, you know what I mean? So that's why I like, I kind of break the rules a lot with shit. Like, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, it's more, I hit all five or six pockets of hip hop. Like I do contemporary hip hop, like the old school hip hop. I do, I do soul music, I do the gritty, you know, I do this, I do all, I do everything. So I try to hit all my albums is predicated on which fan base do I want to hit within the same genre. So mm -hmm. I got an album coming out with uh, a producer named Fries, P-H-R-I-E-S. He's from um, Australia. Mm -hmm. So he got a fan base out there. So I'm doing a little seven song project for him. I got a, I got a, a, a team called Samplicity from Germany. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a project with them. They're from Germany, you know what I'm saying? So they got their own little flow. So what I do is I just align and create. And so I got enough music that lasts me until like 2025, bro. Like, like music is like, la now I'm just getting the business together and you just want to just fan funnel and just, you know, get people to be on deck for your merch and for your physicals, you know what I mean? So yeah, Dusty Souls is, um, is a, is, is a beautiful organic project. I, I was at a point in my career where, you know, I, I was doing a lot of albums and, you know, things was happening behind the scenes, you know, why it wasn't coming out, out of my control. So I just wanted to just, I had to gain back my control of certain things. And then, I, you know, once I was able to do it, it was like, okay, I want to make music with someone like, you know, like more like myself, you know, I want to make, you know, I, I want to really just create something, something vibrant. Mm -hmm. And why next was, you know, fucking very underrated. Uh, it's one of the best artists. You know how did you guys initially around? connect? This was going to be my next question. Where do you, how did, how did that initial connection happen? He's from Buffalo. Interesting. You know, you right. brought up West side. He's got his own sort of style though. And he's a, he's a real MC, a spitter. Right. Um, so what was your initial connection? Like, um, just universe. You know, I used to live in Buffalo. I lived in Buffalo for like seven years. So he knew, you know, it was like, I knew people that he didn't know up there. He knew people I didn't know. And then we knew some of the same people. And then, you know, I think, I think I reached out to him. I think he reached out to me. Um, I just kept seeing him cooking. You know, he's real. He's a real genuine dude. So I'm a genuine dude. So for for people like that, it's real. It's only a matter of time before you run into each other. So, you know, we just started like, you know, people was like sharing his stuff. Like, yo, you need to rock with this dude. I checked him out. I'm like, oh, this dude is young, like 30 years old. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little bit older than he is, but he's more experienced. Like he's been doing this shit for a minute. So it was just a perfect balance. I got a chance to check out his music. I'm like, no, this kid is dope. And I knew that he was like getting kind of caught up in the, the the afterthought of what's going on up there. So I said, you know what? I believe in him enough and I believe in what I can create to where me and him can link up and create a dope ass project. So what we did was we went and got beats from like a lot of top producers like Thugsman, Castle Beats, Aesthetic Beats, uh, Backpack Beats. You know what I mean? I went and got beats from people that I fuck with, Jamar Johnson, you know what I'm saying? Um, or a lot of different producers. So now everybody's going to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? We we now so we got 15, 16 songs, um, straight fire. He's rapping first, I'm rapping second. I'm rapping first, he's rapping second. Some joints he's rapping fast first, like he's dumping, and then I'm complimenting him. Some joints I'm going crazy, and he's complimenting me. It was a it's a very cohesive project. We didn't try to like outdo each other. We didn't try to like we wasn't really worried about that. We just really just wanted to show 
two artists who, you know, are respectfully considered spitters, you know what I'm saying? And just create a nice cohesive project together. So mm-hmm. it's going, it's going to kill them. Like you're going to see what this album, and I know a lot of people say, you know, my album's going to be, but this is going to hit them. The vibration is just too, it's too positive. It's too strong. Um, and, and, and the sound and the mixing and everything is on point. So it's going to show a lot of professionalism. It's going to show that I'm on the right track, that we're on the right track with our music. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's something I heard you say, 15 songs. That's a full body of work. A lot of yeah. things coming out now are like less than a half hour. So this is probably yeah. pushing an hour, maybe a little over, right? Right, right, That's right. great. I, I love that, man. There's a lot that could happen within that. And you guys got a lot to say. So, you know, it'll right. be a lot to soak up within that. Talk about the process of actually like making the album. You guys are in two separate places, I'm assuming, for most of it. Yeah. Is it like through email, sending things back and forth? How, how, how is that like actually building the project, figuring out the sequence, who's going to go where, being in different places? Talk about that process. It's funny because me and him, right? Because uh, it's, it's kind of, it, it all depends on the work ethic of the other person and just how they are as people. This is when character comes in. So Wine Next is a stand-up dude. He's a very, like, he has his own setup at his house. So truthfully, Wine Next, at one point, was, like, leading the way, like, just sending me, because he was on it. He was really excited. Um, I was excited. So it was just, I was sending him a beat. He's sending me a verse and a hook. So it was, like, at one point, he was like, he sent me a verse and a hook. Send me a verse and a hook. And I asked him, like, yo, how are you recording so fast? He's like, yo, I got my own setup. So it was, like, you know, I caught him at a certain point, and this is why this is going to be a beautiful album. I caught him at a certain point in his career. I was kind of coming where I was a little drained and he was kind of like more on, on an up and up. So it was like, so he basically, so he was recording, sending me verses. Um, and then, then I, then I stepped in my shit and I just, I started doing that, like sending my verses. And then it just started building and building and we zoom, you know what I'm saying? We like similar beats. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, um, certain shit he don't like, he's like, nah, I ain't going with that. I'm like, all right, cool. Fuck it. We're going to do this. I may be like, yo, I don't really know. He'd be like, where you don't think so? I'm like, nah, we should go the other way. So we talk on the phone a lot. Like, mm-hmm. we, we really developed an organic relationship. I'm talking at six in the morning. You know, I wake up, he'd be the first nigga I hit him. So I'm like, yo, boom, boom, yo, this intro, we gotta get this shit mixed. Like, he'd be like, yo, I like it. Like, so it was really just like, it just, you know, we, we just, it, it, even though he was in a different place, you know, we Zoomed, um, you know, we used our resources together and we just st- talked about shit and talked about things and put each other in group chats. To where it was almost like I was right next to him. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got this, we got the same engineer. You know what I'm saying? We got the same people that we use. So, you know, um, just for the project. So I extended my resources. He has his resources. You know, YNX is a very self-sufficient dude. He got his shit together. So it was very easy to work with him. You know what I mean? So expect more than one project. Like he, we'll, we'll probably just be doing projects like probably one a year, or we'll just always have people could always bet on like us having different theme albums, you know, mm. shit that we want. Cause he don't run out of music and I don't run out of music. And, you know, we, we just got a great rapport and um, I'm, I'm happy for him, man. I'm proud of him. And um, I want to send a shout out to my boy wine next man, because you know, he's a great dude and um, I want to definitely see him win. You know what I'm saying? I want to see him win and, um, and, 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 and just keep, keep doing it. Cause he really loves this shit. He's really for the culture. Like mm. somebody like him winning is, is beautiful for, for hip hop. You know yeah. Word. Salute to YNX. Salute to you, man. Yes, sir. Shout out to Buffalo. You. Shout out to my boy YNX, man. Salute. Salute. Um, something. Well, I got so many different questions, man. I don't know where to go. Something I noticed, actually, you know, this this project is going to be called Dusty Souls. Your other one is called Dirty Spirits. Again, with just the DS, like, I'm not sure right. there's any connection there. It just happens to be 
you know, almost the same similar sounding thing, soul, spirit, like, you know, it's just part of part of that whole universal connection, I guess. Is there any connection to uh, the previous album in that way? I think subconsciously it is uh, because I low key, I wanted to name Dirty Spirits Dusty Soul. That's what me and um, me, me and um, Yosa Nova was going to call it Dusty Soul. And the, the album cover was going to be a rose. Like a rose with gold dust, like covering half of it. And then the other half being like, just kind of show, you know, like Dusty Soul, you know what I mean? Meaning like where we all are like trying to be pure, but there's a certain dust that just comes over us that we just can't control growing up in certain environments. So when me and Y Next was coming out with this album, you know, we're thinking about, you know, the aesthetic of it and how we wanted to, you know, put it together. And Dusty Souls came up because it was like, you know, he comes from Buffalo and, you know, He's a good, he's, 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 he's fucking, he's a real genuine dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm a genuine dude. You know, we come from the trenches, but we're dusty. And we're dusty because of the environment. You know what I mean? We got pure souls, but the shit that's in the air, the energy that's in the air, the temptation, a lot of this shit, you can't, sometimes it's hard to get away from it. So it, it makes you a little dusty. So you have a dusty soul, but not dusty, like in a bad dusty. It's like dusty, like, you know, dusty souls, man. Like just people would really just, got potential to do everything in life, but coming from where we come from and being that we come from, you know, uh, harmful environments and things like that, you're gonna be a little dusty. You're gonna come out with some dust. You ain't gonna come out clean, right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna come out pure, but you're gonna go through some shit. So the, the album, if you look at the album cover, we have an alternate album cover, daytime and the nighttime. Mm, okay. uh, shout out to Zach Art, you know what I'm saying? Who did the artwork for Shout out to Zach Art. Um, each each project I try to be a little bit different. So I had Huey, Huey Art, who did Dirty Spirits. You know what I'm saying? Um, came up with that crazy ass NFT shit before it was an NFT. Um, and then going forward, I said, you know, I want to do something a little different, going a little bit di different direction. I seen Zach Art, I seen his page and how he was doing like a little different variations with the art. So when I got up with YNX, I said, yo, me and him both just came up with an idea of like, you know, some cartoony, more kid friendly. Like this album is really like a theme album. It's 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 it's, it's uh you want to even see like a lot of songs. I'm not even cursing on it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying shit. Like I struggle with what I said. I, I said I struggle with my mental at times. My incredible mind. How was focused to get better in crime. My pops about eighty. My mom's was an addict. I'm often in like I'm just riding. I'm sliding some songs where I'm just really talking. Like this album I used to to, to talk to talk. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I got my debut album will be a little bit different. So this this is all like. Just me building up my catalog organically and just bringing people on a journey with me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like this whole and this whole relationship with YNX um, and everything was just a journey. And, and the fact that we both lived in Buffalo and we come from similar environments, I think it was just a perfect relationship for us to come together and just try to paint that picture for for our for people. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I don't want to talk too much about the debut album, but you just mentioned it. Is that something? Oh, like man, you, we, we kind of I well, kind of got marketed. You know, it's leading up to it. I'm about to drop another single. Um, you know what I mean? So I'm basically just rolling it out slowly, uh, letting people like, you know, I dropped, uh, I dropped that first single of The Search, let people get in tune with that for a minute. Then I hit them with nostalgia. Now people are like, okay, some, something's going on. Like, okay, now when I drop the, uh, the third one, that's going to hit them. And then we're going to do the listening party. We're going to drop it. So I'm just waiting for the physical copies to come in. Oh, sweet. I got, I got pens and stickers and all type of shits to put in the box for people. 
So basically, each album is trying to create an experience. Awesome. You know, just trying to create an experience. Yeah. I'm down for it, bro. I'm down for it. I wish I could come out to that listening party. It would probably be dope. But, you know, we'll, we'll get around to one of them. We'll yeah, get for sure. Just get a little flight, man. You got to do it ahead of time. You do it ahead of time. Flights ain't going to be that expensive no more, man. You can you right. get a round trip for 120, 150. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it yeah. out. Um, for you to tap into this higher realm, you know, be, be the best you that you can be. Do you have a morning or daily routine or ritual that you sort of practice that helps keep you in check? Can you break that down? Sure. For sure. Um, you no, know, you got to protect yourself. At one point when I first got into this thing, I wasn't protecting myself. You know, certain things I was rapping about, certain things I was around, you know, I was talking a lot of things into fruition. Uh, so when you're dealing with music, you're dealing with your subconscious, you're using 100 percent of your subconscious, and your focus, your energy. So, you know, I wake up in the morning, I drink water. You know, that's the first thing you want to do to activate yourself to break your fast. You want to drink some water. Um, you want to pray or meditate. I know a lot of people, different people have different things. You know what I'm saying? So for me. I just try to tap into becoming more disciplined and building myself, whether it's my mind, my mental, my physical, spiritual, uh, you know, financial, you know, there's always a focus on certain things. So, you know, that helped me, you know, just clear my path, you know, making better decisions, making better music, um, attracting better people, you know, so all that goes inside the lifestyle, the diet, the way we eat goes into the way we perceive things and the way that we see things. So, you know, I think once by me making that change again, it directly put me right back into a beautiful space in music and music started to become fun again because I started to be around, you know, you start to attract who you are. You know what I mean? So my rituals is drinking water and meditating a lot and reading. I read a lot. I love to read. So, mm. you know, watch motivational things, things that's going to empower you, things that's going to build your vibes because you're going to need it. You need all these vibrations and shit when you're dealing with the world. Mm -hmm. especially music because this is an ego driven business for the most part mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. dope man yeah i'm trying to get myself in, into one you know figure it out and you just become more efficient that way and and like you said yeah. get into that higher realm just just the better you um right. you do like to share a lot on instagram and i appreciate that your story kind of what's happening now what happened in the past something you shared recently was about manifesting you said mm -hmm. that you would listen to songs on the way to, you know, play a football game or, or what, whatever it may be. And, you know, you're trying to get yourself hyped up for the game. But at the same time, you said that you were manifesting being in music and being an MC, like subconsciously. That's something mm -hmm. I can relate to almost. You know, I, I'm obviously a DJ now, but back in the day before I had equipment, I was always putting together playlists, trying to put people on the music, this and that. Mm -hmm. um, talk, talk about manifesting and even if it is sort of subconsciously, just always having that idea in the back of your head or, you know, the, the importance it, it, of manifesting. Um, Let's talk about it. It, uh, it becomes subconscious until you become consciously aware of it, right? So now that I'm conscious of manifestation and things of that nature, you know, you start to look back. And even in football, you know, when you're sitting there and you're thinking about doing big plays, everything, most of the things I used to dream about used to happen on the football field. So that was like my first canvas to try out these powers but you still don't really know i just knew like being confident and just doing the things was just helping me i didn't know about manifestation back then and nothing so then i'm thinking about like you know i've always been around music i've always been around people who rap and shit and i always wanted to do it so it was just like now i'll be in a car and i'm listening to like you know little wayne or somebody whatever jay-z common black thought and then it's like i listen to the song 
And then after a while, I was like, I'm trying to get motivated, but it turned into like me like daydreaming, like I'm performing a song. And it would be a very unfulfilling feeling because I wasn't doing music, but I always knew I should have been doing music. I always knew I loved it, but it didn't make no sense to me because it was always about business, business, business. So I always wrote music on the side, but not enough to like stay polished. You know, I would do songs like every now and then, like one song, you know, here and there and shit, but everybody wouldn't take me serious. People just like knew like, yeah, he could freestyle. You know, he could put he could put some bars together, but he ain't he don't really know what the fuck is going on. You know, so once I got in tune and just started kind of studying and understanding myself more, I started to understand how to manifest things, like how to put thought, focus, time, energy, you know, and 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 then stay there and believe it, write it down. You know what I'm saying? That nine out of ten times, man, you can like create your own blessings with your own free will, with your own will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not even like luck anymore. It's like you you learn what you need to learn. You put the energy into it. You pushed. You believed in it. You wrote it down. You spoke it out. And that shit happened. And then when you mm-hmm. keep doing shit like that, then you're going to walk around. Usually you see people very confident and becoming successful in anything they do because it's really like a mentality. Mm-hmm. It's all mental. Like, yeah. So, yeah. You mentioned uh, you like reading earlier. Does, is there any sort of books or um, podcasts or people that you follow that sort of helped push you in, in this direction um, to, you know, start manifesting or mm-hmm. what, what kind of uh, influences, influences. Yeah. Any sort of influences that sort of helped kick you off in that direction? Uh, my mom or, or, or books you, know, you book, could recommend to people as well. Yeah. My mom, you know, growing up, one thing my mom always told me was she was going to make sure I knew how to read. I knew how to articulate myself. So my mom was real big on reading from young. So that was something that, and like, as far as what I read, I read everything. Like, it's not necessarily like as far as like I sit down and read books, but I do. You know what I mean? But for the most part, I read anything, whether it's information on things. You know, I like to research and get more intel, you know, and intel is short for intelligence. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, d- there's definitely books that I do. Like, I have a link that I, I sell to people. 50 bucks, I sell them a whole, um, it's 144 PDF books, all the top books. And um, I, I link, I, the reason why I sell it to people is that that's the only way you can unlock it. And I have bought it for hundred bucks, but it's like a hundred, like almost 200 bucks, PDFs, the Mamba book, all business books, rich dad, poor dad, all type of shit. And I was just sending out to people. And um, I read those like, like just uh, like the last book I was reading was the Epics of Gilgamesh. And the Epics of Gilgamesh was, wrote in, was written 9,000 years before the Bible. Mm-hmm. And when you read the epics of Gilgamesh and you see those characters and then you see the Bible, the Bible characters, you see that the people who wrote the Bible or revised it completely stole the characters from the epics of Gilgamesh. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm into shit like that, like the coding thing, you know, trust me, religion and everything, it's not as confusing as people think it is. It's people just can't have cognitive dishonesty. You got to look at everything for what it is. You know what I'm saying? I understand why things started, where, what year and who did it and why they did it. And when people understand that, they'll understand that a lot of shit is just, it's like, you know. So yeah, I read, uh, reading helps you not have to depend on everybody. Dope. You depend on yourself and trust yourself. Because manifestation takes fearlessness, which is hope and faith. Faith is like the opposite of fear. So when you look at the world, the world is living in fear. You know, people going to work home, work home, work home, straight robots. You know what I mean? So the creatives and the people who are like daring to do things like that, we get attacked or we get, you know what I mean? So yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. 
Um, something I really like that you do, though, is is you share the information that that you get and you take in. A lot of the times, like I mentioned, it is on Instagram. You like to go on live and and just talk, you know, different ideas coming up. Like it's it sounds like you're working through concepts almost sometimes in your mind and, you know, you're just going through it. But obviously you're able to connect and create different relationships with people. Talk about like Instagram as a tool in that way. You know, you said you're working with people overseas and it. I enjoy the live sessions, you know, whether there's one people in there, sometimes there's a lot more you're having interviews or conversations with people talk about like Instagram as a tool and being able to like, get out information that way. Well, when I was in college, we studied the information age. So they was preparing us for this age, telling us like, yo, you're going to be making money off your mind. Um, it's all about connecting resources. You know what I'm saying? They also told us about the job structure that's going to create for people. So you're going to always have two people going two different directions, right? So I started to use Instagram like a business from young, from when the first, like 15 years ago, I just knew like, damn, I can get in contact with all these people. And, and I've always been like more organic. So I just felt like, you know, if you use the internet the right way, um, especially every day when you have so much access to people, you're going to do your thing. You're going to do your thing, you know, um, especially if you have something to offer. You know, so I use it more like to brand. Mm -hmm. And also to network. And it's rarely like, I'm talking about like, I guess what they call them superstars or people like people answer me. You know what I mean? When I hit people up on Instagram, whether they got 50K, 100K, people answer me. You know what I mean? When they get time, you know, so I started realizing that there's power in the internet. If you just use it, just kinda, it's all about how you use it. Mm -hmm. Our mentalities and what we grew up and how we were raised and shit is what creates the world that we live in now. So everybody has a different perception of the internet. You know what I mean? So it's really all about like, what do you want out of it? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, someone that I was really inspired by is Sway Calloway. I saw you did a uh, like a cypher with him a few years back. Right, 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 right. Talk about that experience. That was at South by Southwest, I, I think. Right. Yeah. I went out there by myself. You know, what I'm saying one of my friends, Stilly on shout to Stilly one dope artist from New York, New Rochelle, New York, um, traveled the world. He's been in Poland, Taipei, Hong Kong, you know, all over the world. He put me on to, you know, he said, yo, you need to go to South by Southwest. He said, even if you don't go perform, you need to go on a panel and you need to go talk. So he was like motivating me to go. And then I started studying it. I said, fuck it, I'm going out there. I went out there on my birthday. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't even have money really like that at that time. It was my birthday. Went out there by myself. Ended up like getting locked out in my hotel room. Had the same clothes on that Sway saw me in. But Sway in the morning was at six in the morning. So when I actually went up there, you know, he ended up calling me up and they're going up there rapping. And um, he made like a little joke. He said, yo, you really grinding. So I seen you with this on. I said, yeah, I ain't go to sleep that way. He said, this is what I'm talking about. He's a hyena. And I went up there and I didn't get booed or nothing. I didn't do my best, but I did good enough to where, you know, uh, Miss Kelly and all them said he, I was a hyena. But when I look back, I was like really just up and coming. And I'm just getting myself together. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know what rhyme. I was sitting there thinking about what bars I wanted to rap at that time, what, what, what I felt like really fit. And um, I just went up there and did my thing. And, um, you know, it was a great experience, man, because, you know, I look back at how daring I was. I was going on tour with eight songs. I was booking my own shows at SOBs with no team or nothing. I just was just, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, bro. I just was just looking on TV and like, yo, I got to find ways to push myself. I was going to, I was going to um, showcases in the Bronx and Brooklyn and, you know, just, you know, just like, just, I just said, I got to do it. No one's going to do it with me. You know, there was times even like my lady at the time was just like looking at me like, yo, like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like everybody's like, mm -hmm. damn, you going from football to music. 
You know what I'm saying? It wasn't making no sense to nobody, but I just felt like I already had a brand. I already had people who followed me already. And I felt like all I do is keep being me. And I felt like over a couple of years, if you just continue to build, shit's going to build. So I look at, I'm almost about to be at 10K organically. And I'm just watching every day, just the followers go up and, you know, people share my stuff. And, and I'm just watching it. It's just beautiful because it's like, you know, everything is just step by step, you know, step by step. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of artists are missing out on, on that. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for telling that story, man. I appreciate that. I used to listen to Sway at my desk job. You know what I mean? I was there from eight in the morning to five at night. And for those first four hours, Sway was on. So that's where I got a lot of hip hop knowledge, what I listened to, how to listen to it, questions to ask about it. So I, I, I love seeing that. And thank you for breaking down that story for us. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. Another uh, serious XM connection. You were just up there for uh, Cypher with YNX, right? Uh, was that earlier right. this year? Yeah, yeah. Talk about that, man. I mean, I, you know, I, I was an avid listener. I've been up there. I won contests. It's a cool ass place. What was it like being up there spitting for uh, Destroy uh, on the Lord Sears show? If I'm not mistaken. Well, 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 between me and you, we weren't really actually up there. Mm. So YNX, you know, he had to connect because, like I said, you know, YNX been doing his thing. So YNX hit me up and was like, "Yo." We basically just had to re-record a freestyle and send it to him. And he just kind of made it seem like we was like next to him. I hope I'm not blowing it, but it is what it is. No, nah, like, man. Hey, hey, it, yeah. it's cool. I like the insight. <laughs> right. So it was dope, though. You know, why next? Shout out to why next? You no, know, my brother hit me up with an opportunity. It's like, yo, you got to get in this. So at this point, I was in album mode. You know what I mean? I'm just like trying to create. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. You know what I mean? So I did mine, did his. And there was another artist on there with us. You know what I mean? It was dope. Over a couple of beats, I sent two verses in. You know, I'm, I'm about to start posting that again. I love it, man. It's cool. That's- they spelled my name wrong. That's why I don't, I don't, they spelled my name wrong. So that's why I like, that shit irks me, bro. People spell my name wrong all the time. Yeah, man. They got to they gotta pay attention. Pay attention, people. Yeah. So the word organic, it's used a lot, but I feel like there's a fine line because, you know, you also got to hustle and, and work and, and go get things, but you do want them to be organic. So right. break that down a little bit. Where is the line? Because, you know, this interview wouldn't happen if I don't reach out to you and ask you for it a few times. Obviously, how we connected in Provincetown, like you said, that was organic. It just happened, but I still had to reach out. Where is right. like... What what's the line? How do you define or, or, organic? Organic, or, organic for me, from my from my theory, from where I look at it, is an energy exchange. Like mm-hmm. a lot of rappers in here are opportunists. A lot of people in, in life, you know, are opportunists, and a lot of things aren't organic. I was in situations. I was around many different things and many dynamics where it wasn't organic. You know, it seems like it's organic, but you know, if you give people time and you scan people enough, that's when you're able to kind of draw the line to see if it's organic. Um, you got to give it time and. So let's, uh, why uh, next? I think, you know, it was organic, meaning like, you know, people were hitting me up. You need to do something with him. People was hitting him up. You need to do something with him. And then we end up just hitting each other up. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I didn't want none from him. He didn't want none from me. We just wanted to create. It was organic. You know what I'm saying? And it's really organic. It's like, you know what I'm saying? We've, we've been able to, it's been a dope process. We've been dealing with each other for like the last month and a half or every day, damn near. Organic. You know, he, he calls me when he has opportunities for me, you know what I'm saying? He thinks about me, you know what I'm saying? So he's proof, like, I mean, I think about him. Um, that's like organic relationship where it's not forced. Nothing's mm-hmm. forced, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's two guys or two people who believe in what they're doing, mm-hmm. who come together. So organic is like, you know, like I'm with a large amount and, you know, 
I did a video yesterday, a boom bap video. I just sent them like a little group test. Yeah, I got a video. They all pulled up. Organic. Like they pull up, they bring a weed, they, they're vibing with me. You know what I mean? We're, they're adding money to the studio sessions. You know, we're all kind of, you know, doing our thing. So when it's organic, it just means it's not forced and, and, and your gut and, and, and it's soothing to your gut, meaning like your gut can feel that this shit is smooth. A lot of people act organic in this thing, but they don't have great intentions. So the, the, the way you draw the line is you got to scam people. Don't just be loyal right away. That's what I would tell any person. Don't, don't just be loyal. Don't let nobody, you know, soothe you, buy you food or, you know, bring you to a hotel or do anything and make you feel like, you know what I mean? Like you good or da da da. And because it's sometimes usually a lot of shit behind it. So, mm. you know, just, 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 uh, you got to protect yourself. And, and, I, and for me, the way I move, organic relationships. It got to. Or I won't do no music or nothing. If it's not organic, I'm going to charge you. Like, that's how, like when I deal with other artists and I don't know them, and it's organic, I'm charging them 1000 1200 for a verse. Easy, whether they like it or not. They may say, well, I don't, you know, I don't pay for verses. All right, cool. Yeah. I ain't going to argue. I, I get it. Verse. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they ain't going to make or break you doing a verse with me, but me and you ain't going to do nothing. And then I got resources. I got a lot of resources. I got more resources than a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they don't know, like, if you do business with me, then I'm going to open up my world for you. But if I don't really need you and it doesn't really make sense, I'm not going to do music with you. Especially if I don't know you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But these artists be entitled, so. Got it. Yeah. That's dope, man. Something I saw you, um, you mentioned SOBs earlier. You were out there oh. for the Don and I tour show, right? Talk, talk about yeah, that. Yeah. What, what that was like seeing the underground connecting with ninth wonder you know what i mean like that's that's a big album that moose and him put together uh what was it like to be at that show i mean it was beautiful um you know me and moose you know moose uh you know planet asia as soon as he came to new york i was actually with planet asia like like every day leading up like three days leading up to it so you know planet asia is my big that's big bro right there you know what i'm saying like you know he taught me a lot um, you know, anytime he comes, you know what I'm saying? It's organic, you know what I'm saying? All organic. So, you know, um, I'm proud of Mussolini. You know what I'm saying? Mussolini's work ethic is because is, is second to none. Um, he stays right in his lane. And he's a, a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, what's, what's the word you call somebody when they're like good at something and they're not getting their proper due? Underrated. He's an underrated. underrated he's an underrated. Yeah. He's an underrated lyricist. Mm. Very underrated. Um, so you know, I got a chance to just be around him. We's in Fredo's in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cooking up. You know, what I mean, vibing. Um, you know, I'm watching moves, and then also during the show, you know, being backstage with those guys. You know, Thousand Words was there. Uh, Ninth one is real humble. He was talking to everybody, full of energy. You know, and then I was able to study. You know, and and the show was beautiful because. You know, we had Planet Asia come out there. It was just filled up with hip hop. You know what I'm saying? He had a, um, Mussolini was well prepared. He had his vinyl table over there. You know, it was just beautiful. It was a great day for hip hop. I met, I, I bumped in a Static Selector. You know, mm-hmm. I bumped in a 38 Special. You know what I'm saying? It was just, you know, it's just hip hop. It's one of those beautiful nights. And shout out to Mussolini, Knife Wonder, uh, Planet Asia, and everybody who performed, um, and the whole Rock Nation um, group that was there. You know what I'm saying? That was that was there. So, you know, for me, it's just I love this hip hop shit because now if I'm not involved, I'm learning. You know what I mean? So it was a great show, a lot of energy. You know, I see that they're on like a baby tour. Like they they starting, they they starting on I don't mean baby, meaning like it's little, meaning like up here, meaning like baby, they starting slow, like they're hitting a couple. And um, matter of fact, I think they're in Colorado right now, right? Colorado Springs, April 23rd, uh, they'll be performing. 
Yeah, you got to link up with Moose, man. Didn't you interview him before? I have interviewed him. He was the first, like, interview I did actually after you. He was the right. first, like, web interview that I did. So big salute to Mussolini. Hopefully you want you to catch the show? Sit down again. I think I'm going to be DJing with O Finesse and uh, maybe Grand Combo. So get the fuck out of here. That's fine. Oh, oh, me and O Finesse, that's my guy. Yeah, man. I think, did you preview a song? You give us a snippet on the story one time. Me me, me, me and O got a song, man, but Arcan. You know, I'm putting him on blast, and that's my boy. I love Arcan. But Arcan, the producer, man, he he gave me the runaround, man. We did the song, and he's supposed to, uh, Arcan was supposed to send the session so it can get mixed. And actually, the song I was supposed to be on an album that I did with Arcan. I did a project with Arcan. You know what I mean? That, you know, I don't know. It may or may not come out. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. But um, the song that me and um, Ofinesse got is fire. It's dope. I wanted to put it out. But it's mixed, but it ain't mixed the way I want it mixed. It ain't mixed, you know what I mean, properly. So I'm just waiting for Arcan to send that track, man, or someone. If anything, me, me and me, Ofinesse probably going to cook up some, some new shit or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, send it, man. Let me get that exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I appreciate Definitely. it, though. You know, it's you, you two are a good combo. I, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something you brought up earlier also, as we're sort of wrapping up the interview here, uh, is like NFTs. So that's right. something I see you share some information about. I, I'm not too tapped in with it. Could you give us a brief description of crypto and NFT and sort of why mm-hmm. or how it could be important in this hip hop or artist space? NFT is a different world. So it's the world of the spoiled brat, you know. Mm. A lot of narcissistic, uh, rich kids who pride themselves off of having things that are rare. And once you understand that, then you just create things that's a rarity. You know, NFT means non-fungible token, and what that means is that anything that you sell doesn't have a limit to it. So let's just say I sell. Like, let's just say this is weed right here, weed weed right they're both $30 technically or $40 but Michael Jackson smoked out of this one he touched it so this one even though they really worth the same this one goes up in value it's not fungible so you can't put value on it you mm-hmm. can put whatever you want on it so that's basically what it, it goes into art photography and digital graphics and music so a lot of people do collabs you know um you need ethereum ethereum is usually like the the main uh, source it's like the of currency, income, right? It's a currency, Ethereum. Um, and it, you, you know, NFTs is just a world where people they 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 align with their projects if it makes sense. They they a lot of people like to do collabs, and it's a lot of money in it if you could market your project and just find your way. But it's just it's 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 it's, it's, a, it's the new thing. Um, a lot of people don't really know what it really is. You know, it's, it's a little bit more deeper, but it's definitely for everybody. And it's just about staying confident and just knowing how to market your, your stuff at the end of the day. So for me, I got some NFT shit coming. I have a, a digital uh, graphic artist that I rock with. And she's really good. She went to school for 3D animation. So we're working on a lot of different things, especially for the metaverse. You know, I know you hear that word a lot. Mm-hmm. So metaverse is just a 3D, 4D, 5D world of, you know, people, costumes, people, places, and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen people... It, it- I almost feel like I saw a gallery in the metaverse that was filled with people with like your NFT collection. It's almost like your personal gallery, digital gallery sort of thing. So that was like an interesting thing to see. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get some real art up on the wall. I don't know where, which way I'm trying to go. But you know know what happens is once you get, you're going to get glasses soon and you're going to look on your wall and you're going to see the art there. 
And anybody mm-hmm. else who comes in there, they're going to have the glasses too. So that's going to, it's, 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 it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But I, Hey, I thank you for breaking that down. It's interesting world. You know, there's a lot that could happen out there for sure. Not for sure. Do you have any goals for uh, this year? What are we in 2022 now? Any goals for this year or uh, goals for beyond that, that you want to share? Um, yeah, my goals is stay consistent. You know, for me, I set out for this year to come in. Each year, I just want to come in better and better as far as like more prepared. So this year, I came in more prepared. I feel like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm consistent. Um, and I know the road. It's, 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 I feel like by this time next year, I should be exactly where I want to be. I feel like things are going to change when I drop this album. You know what I mean? And these other projects and these features. I feel like like I'm I, I'm going to take over this year, but not take over to a point where it's just going to be about me. But like this year is mine. Like I got a lot of music. I'm going to be consistent putting it out. The shit is fire. I've, I've been talking to A&Rs and people who are really in the game. who have been listening to this shit. I've been getting better and better, making better music. So, you know, I'm just going to like take it, bro. Like this year is just about being consistent, um, making better music and, 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 and better video, everything better. That's it. And then it's not having no pressure. And just taking your time with this shit. But yeah, it's like UNC. I'm just keep hitting them. I got so much music. The album's gonna drop. Then I got another boom bap album coming out. Then I got another album. It's just all gonna be a lot. And you know, some get down, lay down shit. And you're gonna you're gonna see it's gonna be it's gonna be dope. Awesome, man. I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. That's all I can say. Thank you so much for That's taking up. the time. I'll kill uh, something no I want to tell you, too. I'm going to put a mix together. I'm going to do a I'll kill Ali mix that I'm going to release with the interview. So I have, you know, some of your features, some of your regular songs. I'm right. going to do a mix and, and put it out with this interview. So, you know, people well, be fine. can listen to this conversation. You know, you a, a lot of great insight. Is, here, is, but- that, is that going to be like a Spotify playlist? Um, maybe I could do that. I was gonna, you know, do it on the turntables, cut it up, blend the stuff, and we'll see. Oh, uh, that'd be fine. You, you should do that. And like, this is another thing I learned about the playlist because you know, people always add to your playlist. So let's just say you created your own playlist. It doesn't really have to be just like Kali. You get mixed up with anybody, but like, you can always send it to people and let people add mm, to it. Okay. Yeah, that's a way that yeah, that's a nice little way that people get streamed and it creates like a little community, the playlist. Because people, once you send your playlist to people, they can always add songs to it. Mm, okay. Yeah. Oh. Dope. Yeah. All right, everybody, look out for the Akil Ali playlist, the underground playlist, yes, the mix, the interview. We got mm-hmm. a lot coming, but uh, stay tuned. Yes, He's sir. got Dusty Souls on the way coming out shortly. And yes, then, like sir. he said, a whole bunch of more music after that. So, Akil, thank you again for taking the time. I appreciate so, you having you. me again, family. Absolutely. We'll talk soon. All right, bro. All right, brother. Peace. Yeah. Kill Ali. Nostalgia. Uh, uh. Mom stare vivid and I know she wanna hold me close. Old trauma still make me do the rope of dope. High exceeded abandonment issues. Get money, own land, and bring you a pistol. Universal law, make sure your plan is official. Pure power in your words, so I hand you a pencil. You was really destined for the light, mine sharp as a Ginzu. Peep the message, I'm the essence that Yahweh that sent through. Uh, long line, seeing people wait at pop pies. While police is on the TV with his hot ties.